What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth. A couple quick reminders to download and play Uncharted 4 and Dirt Rally 2.0. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Jurassic World Evolution, which is a park sim with dinosaurs. You get to make the dinosaurs. You get to hope the dinosaurs don't break out of the cages. Make sure to play that, come back at the end of the month as well for game of the month. We're going to talk about that. Make sure to type in hashtag AskTLG uh, for your comments to be considered to be on TastyCast. We have a segment where we read your comments. We just did that on the last TastyCast. Make sure to check that episode out. Maybe your comment got read. And uh, yeah, type that in, hashtag AskTLG, and you'll be considered for the next episode. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. Yeah, so Tasty Tuesday, we actually got some news, which is kind of cool. So uh, just jumping into that first bit of news is a bit of XCOM news. Now, I had no idea that there was another XCOM being worked on. I had my speculations, because why wouldn't there be one? But uh, it's been confirmed that there is a new one, and it's called XCOM Chimera Squad. Um, in the description, it says about XCOM Chimera Squad. After years of alien rule, humanity won the war for Earth, but when the overlords fled the planet, they left their former soldiers uh, behind now five years after the events of XCOM 2 humans and aliens are working together to forge a civilization of cooperation and coexistence um, Yeah, so they've released the video they released two there's one that's kind of like a um, story teaser type trailer And there's one that actually is a gameplay overview We're gonna watch that six minutes long and we're gonna talk about our impressions of it. So yeah, might as well just jump in and Go Chimera Squad is a brand new turn-based tactics game in the acclaimed XCOM series. In XCOM 2, as long as my bullets hit when it says 98% where they're supposed to hit, I'm good. Earth is liberated, and humans and aliens must forge an uneasy peace. Welcome to City 31, where former combatants live side by side with unity hanging in the balance. Beautiful. This game follows Chimera Squad, an elite team of human and alien agents chosen for their abilities and dedication. Sent to help secure City 31, Chimera Squad's success will keep the city safe, but their failure will mean renewed violence. It's interesting. At the heart of the game are Chimera Squad's tactical operations, where the agents respond to combat. This will give them more options to add uh, character progression as you play the game, which is kind of cool. Because there'll be different types of races or alien types. This phase begins each encounter and allows you to choose Chimera Squad's entry points and agent turn order. First That's in, cool. get the drop on enemies and unleash devastating special abilities. The tactical choices you make during a breach can set the tone for the entire encounter. Will you head to cover or engage with targets? Will agents operate solo or work together? Do you concentrate fire on the most threatening enemy or do you try to take down multiple weaker targets first? Either way, don't expect to clear an entire room during the breach phase. Some encounters have multiple but what if you do? What if you're that from, good? Each with distinct advantages and disadvantages. Some breach points are only accessible by specific agent abilities or equipment. That's pretty cool. 
All units' turns are interleaved, which means that Chimera Squad agents and enemies alternate turns in a single timeline. Turn order is an important aspect of your tactical plan. Knowing which enemy and agent will act next will be crucial in dealing with threats. Hmm. Yeah, because in the last one, you, you just had team turn. Some agents and enemies can change units' places in the timeline. Chimera Squad has an ability called Team Up. Once permission, you can choose a member of your squad to jump right to the top of the turn order. This can allow you to get an agent to safety or to get the drop on an enemy. Agents who take a beating and lose all their hit points start bleeding out. Another agent must then stabilize their ally. Stabilized agents remain unconscious for the rest of the battle. If an agent bleeds out entirely, the mission fails and must be restarted. Hmm. So there's no permadeath. Keeping your agents healthy and in the field is critical as agent abilities synergize with each other in different ways. Each agent has a unique set of skills that they can bring to the team. Some agents can destroy an enemy's cover to give the rest of the squad a better chance to hit. Other agents can forcibly move units, triggering an ally's overwatch or pulling an ally to safety. Some agents can even shield a teammate. Equipment can provide additional abilities to any agent. The unique and varied skills of Chimera Squad will provide endless opportunities for tacticians. Every mission begins and ends at HQ, your hub for all operations. New missions and their potential rewards can be viewed in the city map. Chimera Squad can embark on some missions immediately. Investigations can speed progress towards critical missions. Some missions may this not just kind of feels like the last game, except for but need to be prioritized streamlined. For other reasons, like lowering to the be level of unrest. Each district in the more city organized, has I guess. Unrest score. Also Any friendlier to out, more players. Entire city will rise. If overall city unrest reaches a critical level, Chimera Squad will fail their campaign and the model city of unification will be consumed in chaos and violence. That look like chaos and violence. Promote any agents who ranked up during their last encounter in the armory. Promotions give agents new abilities to use in the field. You can also adjust their equipment here. Stock up on your equipment and supply and the scavenger's market. Supply is always open for business, but lacks some of the more exotic goods the scavenger's market is known to offer. However, the scavenger's market only opens occasionally and may not always be around when you need it. At the assembly, you can create items and upgrades for sale at the store. You'll need to research patterns before you can build them. If you want to avoid being down an agent mid-mission, you can build androids to fill in for unconscious allies. You can upgrade these androids and change their equipment. Interesting. They don't have special abilities. If an agent is critically wounded, they may develop a scar, which will lower a key stat. Assigning an agent to training will repair the scar, if you can afford to have They actually make quite a bit of changes to this. Training can give an uninjured agent improved stats or even new abilities. Spec Ops can be used to send a single agent out to gain resources or for other strategic goals, like lowering the level of unrest in various districts of City 31. Chimera Squad must prevent anarchy at all costs. 
City 31 is the first step toward a unified future. A lot is riding on the shoulders of Chimera Squad. A lot is riding on you. April 24th. Wow, they're uh they're really just kind of dropping that right before a fucking launch. That's that's interesting. Um squad's entry points. Yeah, so overall, um I'm I'm pretty excited for this. Um I don't know if I'm stoked on the no permadeath thing. Uh it does seem like they have a new interesting system to that with the whole scar system and replacing people who are unconscious with um um with a robot, that's that's an interesting system. But um, I always kind of liked the uh, the risk and reward of using a character and tactics. And if it works, it works. And if it doesn't, you could lose that character forever. Um, I always really enjoyed that. Um, so that does kind of suck that's gone. But at the same time, it's not something I'm going to be super upset it's gone. It just will change the feeling and dynamic of the game. But, um, but overall, I, I like the idea of having um, a more diverse squad of uh, characters in like having a snake person, some aliens, and some people that are all going to have different um, abilities. Seeing that snake go through the vent uh, when breaching was really neat. So this will give you different ways to um, create tactics, which is cool. I like the whole breaching thing. I like the idea of that. It kind of reminds me of some old school uh, tactical games. Um, like the SWAT series that I really liked, um, which is a long time ago, so I'm dating myself there. Um, so yeah, I like the idea of, of um, having missions where you have to plan how you're going to enter a building. Um, I doubt it's going to be super detailed, but it seems more like the beginning phase of, of a fight, um, but it's still cool. Uh, the upgrade system and the... Um, and the, the different perks are really interesting, really cool sounding. Um, I do think it's interesting that they have the system now where you can are where you play based off of your turn order um, as opposed to your team goes, their team goes, your team goes, which I like that uh, as a gameplay mechanic um, to have like this almost chess that's happening, but it's not realistic and it's also kind of hard to watch after you have a turn and you might do really well letting the other team just have a full turn and they have like seven people and they're just going through wrecking your team if you didn't do, uh, if, if you weren't very good with your strategy which obviously you gotta adapt and overcome that kind of thing but um uh if it's mixed like this i think you're gonna have a better more organic feeling fight where everyone's kind of interacting and there's ways to manipulate that order which is cool uh, it's a it's a whole new gameplay element and then they said that you have that teamwork button that allows you to or team up to um throw someone to the top of the timeline um once a match which is something you're going to kind of like it's pretty much like an oh shit button um you're like oh i, I need to do this right now it'd be, it'd be the perfect time or ooh, I, I have an opportunity here but do i want to use it right now i like that it sounds cool it's a cool mechanic as long as like they said you're doing it once a match i think it's cool abilities look cool equipment looks cool um all in all i'm pretty interested in this i unless i hear something really bad about this early on I could see myself picking this up. I love games like this. I like XCOM a lot. I liked XCOM 2 as much as I could. I thought the the numbers were not accurate. Um, I know there's people online who are like, wow, I get good, blah, blah, blah. Well, when it says that you have a 95% chance of hitting someone from one foot away and you still don't hit them, you somehow get 5% that you're hitting that 5% more often than not. It seems like those numbers aren't as accurate as they should be. 
Um, and that was something I heard uh, mirrored by many, 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 many people. So XCOM 2 had so much fucking potential to be a better game than the original. And it just wasn't as fun to play, which sucked because they did everything else better. So anyway, with that, um, I loved XCOM. XCOM 2 had some issues. Uh, so I'm ready. I'm ready for more X XCOM. I wanted XCOM 2 to be something I loved. Uh, so maybe they can kind of redeem themselves for me uh, with this, which looks really cool. I'm interested. And it's coming out on the 24th. I mean, that's not that's not far away. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty sold. I'm pretty sold until I see a review, like many reviews. I never read one and go, oh, that's a good opinion. I have to get an aggregate because... I don't trust a whole lot of uh, gaming publications at this point. Um, but yeah, unless I see the mass majority of people going, this game is fucked. Don't play it. It's really bad. Like, it just does not play well. It's broken. It's shit. Uh, I'll probably pick it up. So let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about XCOM uh, Chimera? Was that what it's called? Chimera Squad? Um, are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Um, did you like XCOM? Did you like XCOM 2? And what was most exciting for you about this XCOM? Uh, did you know this is coming out already and you're like, wow, well, you didn't hear about this? I didn't. Um, and what's your favorite feature of this and what is your least favorite feature of this? Let me know everything you're thinking about XCOM Chimera Squad in the comments below. Second bit of news is a bit of Ghost of Tsushima news. We got some uh, news on how this game is going to play. Now, we've seen videos already that have been... Uh, beautiful, uh, shown off some combat, some stealth mechanics. Um, we've got some storyline trailers that have come come out that uh, have shown off just kind of the the, the theme and the, the atmosphere of what the story is going to be like. But we are finally getting some info on the gameplay itself, which is something that I feel like they've been a little quiet on. So uh, via what is this PlayStationLifestyle.net, we got an article that a lot of people are talking about right now as of April 13th. Uh, Ghost Tsushima won't feature waypoints. Your actions could have severe consequences. Going into it, it says, latest issue of official PlayStation Magazine offers some interesting tidbits about Ghost Tsushima, specifically with regards for gameplay, or to gameplay. For one, Sucker Punch's upcoming title won't feature waypoints. The magazine's preview also outlines details concerning stealth and player choice. OPM's Preview confirms that waypoints in Ghost of Tsushima are non-existent. This will allow players to more realistically navigate the island of Tsushima. From the magazine's description, it sounds as though navigation will function similar to that of AC Odyssey, whereby players use directions and landmarks to traverse the map. The following magazine excerpt, uh, courtesy of Spiel Times, notes, in quotes, Again, nodding to realism, you explore the island's lush environments without the help of waypoints. Choosing where to explore next using landmarks. To explore next using landmarks. And your knowledge of the world. Sucker Punch is no stranger to creating open worlds, but the fairly minimalist nature of the environment environments is a bit of a departure for the developer developer. Time in the story will pass as you explore, with titles telling you how much time it's been since the invasion began. Which is pretty cool sounding, I actually really like that. Um, another intriguing tidbit that concerns side characters and allies. Apparently, the strength of characters' bond to Jin will be based solely on player choice. If disagreements get too heated or intense, uh, for instance, for instance, Jin and a former ally may end up trading blows. Which you kind of saw in one of the trailers that showed a disagreement between you and uh, some ninja girl, and uh, you guys, uh, 
get get weird on each other over it. So this was kind of hinted at already, but uh, now it seems to be a uh, gameplay mechanic. Uh, with regards to gameplay, a preview teases that Mongol camps and Mongol-occupied castles can be infiltrated either stealthily or with full-on action approach. Uh, myriad tools such as grappling hooks, sticky arrows, etc. will allow Jin to enter and exit these areas undetected if a player so chooses. Moreover, Ghost Tsushima is set to begin with the Mongol Empire's attack on the island of Tsushima. Throughout the adventure, on-screen titles will inform players of how much time has passed since the invasion. In addition, it seems story... Uh, story and time will pass too as the player explores the open world however it's not yet clear how this may affect overarching experience as the ma magazine confirms Ghost Tsushima remains on track to release this summer on June 26th which is good to hear because um, I will not be surprised to see any game this year put out a delay this better not be doing anything with audio okay um yeah, so uh, first things first, we're talking about waypoints. Um, this is this is cool. It's interesting um, to talk about this as like a point of preference. I don't really have one as long as they do well with the idea of navigation based off of landmarks and good information to get you there. I actually uh, like that quite a bit. It takes me back to an older time of where you you're playing Morrowind and you have to actually like read signs while walking down dirt roads and talk to people who are like, oh, it's west of Belmora or something like that. Um, I, and I like that a lot, as long as it's done well enough. Uh, we're so used to games pretty much holding our hands at this point, which isn't necessarily bad in some regards, but um, I do appreciate somebody putting more um, into your hands on, on how and what you do in the game um, and having less of the game you know, tell you exactly where to go and exactly what to do. Um, but there's a balance. There's a balance. Um, there's good and bad to both of that. Um, but with a game like this, it kind of makes sense because Ghost of Tsushima is obviously trying to look like uh, it, it, very cinematic, very samurai movie-like, um, and they're working very hard on the visual style of the game. Um, so it would make sense to not clutter that up with waypoints, but also give them a chance to kind of show off their design. It's more about what you're seeing and less about the gameplay in the sense of like, you need to go here and they're going to have something that's going to be a visual of where you need to go. So it, it just gives them um, more freedom to kind of flex that that uh, good visuals muscle that, they, that they're definitely doing with this game. Um, so I, I, I think it, it'll work really well. Um, a lot of the gameplay we've watched are these big sprawling fields, meadows, uh, with, you know, uh, forests out in the distance, mountains, stuff like that. So I think because the game is so visually uh, rich, it will be easy to identify where to go in this game based off of the info they give you. So it's pretty cool. Plus, Sucker Punch has been making open world games. Uh, they made three of them now, I think. I think three. Um, and even though I'm not a big fan of Infamous, they're fine. They're just not something I, I'm in love with. Uh They've been doing this for a while, so uh, th they'll nail it. So um, I have I have confidence in that. Uh, then having the whole if you make decisions, people get upset with you thing. That's cool as long as it's done well enough. Sometimes it's kind of a gimmick. There's some games where like you'll be doing missions for two different factions, like some brother or sister or something like that. And then at the end, so I'm pretty much fucking talking about a specific game. But um, then at the end, you have to choose one of the two, and then fucking you kill them or whatever. But and then there's other games where you're playing, and someone's like. 
I don't know if that was a good idea. And the other person's like, yeah, that was a good idea. That stuff kind of gets, I get where they're coming from, but it's kind of, it, it never feels good to me. It just feels linear to me. It feels black and white. It feels like, yeah, they're picking one or two and that's it. Um, if this game actually has uh, a story where you're making decisions that actually gets you to a point where you're not quite sure how it's going to affect people who you're allied with, or maybe people that you might not be allied with who could become uh, allies. That'd be kind of cool to see. Um, and then get into a situation where you actually have to fight those people, potentially to the death. I think that'd be really fucking cool. Um, it adds gravity, adds weight to these decisions. It's not just like, oh man, what ending did you get? Or, oh, at that at that mission, which one did you pick? Did you pick that person, this person? Or did you kill that person, not kill that person? And then did blah, 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 get pissed that you were not? Um, those things are fine, but I think it'd be really cool if tensions rose from these kind of situations and you actually had to fight somebody and maybe you get a choice in that fight to fucking kill them off or uh let them survive i mean that that'd be really interesting um to see in a game i haven't seen that so um what they're saying here the potential there is there uh to do something really cool and um i'd like to see where they go with that so we don't have a whole lot of info but you know it says here, apparently the strength of characters bond to Jin will be based solely on player choice if disagreements get too heated, for instance. So it does sound like there's almost a threshold. It doesn't sound like it's just going to be like an event. You got to pick this or that. So um, it's pretty cool. And then uh, I like that it's going to have um, titles for like the time that's gone by. It's going to give the game a, a cinematic feel. Um, it's going to give a sense of uh, time progressing through the game, so we know it's going to last through, like, I guess, seasons probably, um, which will give it this longer feeling of this conflict, which I really dig, uh, specifically on, like, a cinematic sense. I think it's a really cool touch. Um, I don't know if it's really going to matter to gameplay outside of maybe new events will happen in different points of this timeline. Um but yeah, I, I, I like that a lot. It sounds really cool. And then uh, they kind of just talked about the gameplay we've already seen. But, you know, the idea of being able to infiltrate um, these castles uh, by stealth or just fighting, I really like. I'm glad they're going with a stealth route because I like games with good stealth mechanics. Sometimes people are real lazy on their stealth and I'm like, don't even add it, dude. I don't even want to fucking deal with that. Like, stand in the dark shadows and you can't be seen. If you're not in them, you can be seen. Uh, I, I hate that. I hate that. It's so boring. But if it has good stealth mechanics, um, which I assume would probably be closer to like AC, um, any of them get in the bushes, you're not seen out of the bushes, pretty much what I just said, except for a couple more things um, to it. But um, yeah, if the stealth mechanics are good, um, I, I'm happy that they're doing it because I like I like options. I like different ways to go about situations, even like Metal Gear Solid Five, uh, which was fantastic. It's one of the game, one of the only games out there that like truly felt like you can go about this any fucking way you want. Um, there's a lot of creativity in in the tools you had um, to use um, and, and just the way you could go about doing the missions that I loved in that game. And so if this game adds more ways to go about taking over these castles, taking people out, um, I'm all for it. I love that shit. So. Um, and then, yeah, the delay. Uh, no delay. Not the delay. Uh, the game is still coming out June 26th. That's really good to hear. And... Um, I hope, I hope they can maintain that. But uh, just for the record, I am 100% okay with everybody this year if they feel they need to delay the game to make sure they can get it shipped correctly and not let certain people get it before other people so they can just destroy everyone's hopes of fucking going into the game spoiler free. If they feel like they need to do that, I am completely okay with it. So I keep getting people ask, asking me on individual delays 
They're like, what do you think about this delay? What do you think about that delay? I'm 100% with all delays okay with them this year. In fact, if every game this year wants to wait till next year to be delayed until things are better because of this fucking virus, um, I'm okay with it. Uh, it does suck to wait to play a game, but I would rather everybody get the game at once so they can all enjoy it at once than what we saw with Final Fantasy VII where it got released in different places at different times. And um, luckily, the community was really good about not putting spoilers out there, but they were out there. I had friends tell me, like, oh, they already spo are spoiler spoiling it. And I was like, fuck. Okay, um, I'm good about staying away from that, though. But I'm okay with uh, spoilers. I'm not okay with spoilers. I'm okay with delays. Um, as long as it's um, reasonable. So that's my position on that. Let me know in, your, in the comments. Uh, what do you guys think about Ghost of Tsushima's no waypoints? We think about your consequences, uh, the consequences of your actions. Um, do you like that idea? What do you think about the titles kind of giving you a timeline of the uh, time you've been in the game um, and the invasion that happened? What do you think about the game being on track? What do you, how do you feel about delays? So that's kind of a thing I went into a little bit there more than I thought I would, but um, the, it's, it's going to be a big thing this year. So uh, let me know your thoughts on that. And uh, yeah, are you into stealth games or are you not into stealth games? Are you a person who likes to go in guns blazing or swords blazing? Or do you like to sneak around? Do you do a little bit of both like I do? Let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to Ghost of Tsushima. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, and Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams. Links down below. I'm on everything. I'm on a stream. I'm on all platforms, even Periscope. You can watch me on Periscope. That's weird, huh? Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us same time, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. My name's Seth. Until the next episode, which will for sure be Tasty Tuesday. Not Tasty Tuesday. Tasty Tuesday next week, for sure. That's going to happen. Tasty Cast this weekend. If something happens in between now and then, uh, you'll know for sure. But uh, also, check out my Tasty Senpai channel. Link down below. Hopefully, that link works. Apparently, it wasn't working yesterday, so I'm going to have to change that out. But uh, we, we just tried out some Korean snacks. We've got two episodes over on the Tasty Senpai channel. It's my personal channel that's non-gaming related. It's just random personal shit. And uh, we got a third episode coming out, I believe, Wednesday, which will be the third episode of the Korean snack What's Good show. So check that out. Uh, but yeah, my name's Seth. Till the next episode, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.